Hey guys, this is Chris. I'm just jumping in here before the episode gets started to tell you that halfway through recording this episode, our mixing board died. We were powering it via batteries, and they ran out. Good news is that we have an alternate solution in place. We actually have an AC power supply for the car now, and so this shouldn't be a problem in the future, but I expect a, a degradation in audio quality about halfway into the episode, not the horrible warbling that we used to have on the old episodes. P.S. I went and remastered all of them, so go give them another listen if you couldn't get through it with the bass response before. But anyway, just know that's what happened. So there's a little edit in this episode. We kept the conversation right on flowing, so hope you enjoy. Hey, Chris, what are you doing in my car? show on the internet that is recorded 100% in the nude. And are we? I didn't. I thought we were going to save that for our centennial episode to like really spread. To let everyone know. Don't say spread when we're talking about nude. Ooh, my bad. Um, actually I just checked on the internet. I just did a quick Google search. Sure. I just said show nude. Uh-oh. And we are not, we're far from the only one. So. Oh. Scratch that. Really? In fact, let's just go ahead and put our pants back on at this okay. point. I, I mean, if, if it's not going to be surprising or different, I don't want to be a part of it. I thought we'd do something new. Nude. And turns out the internet's all about that already. Yes. I think what we got confused is new and nude are indeed separate things. That's true. Yeah. And you know what? It's hard to say. Uh, here's the thing, though. The uh, I, I think it's time to introduce a brand new segment. Oh, are we going to do it now? Well, speaking of which... Uh, what we just did at the beginning of the show, that's called a lie, and uh, that's kind of like a teaser for what we're talking about today, because we're talking about a liar. Yes. Uh, but here's the other thing. <laughs> here's the other thing. Uh, I think it's time to introduce our new segment. Right. And so let me lay the groundwork just for a second. So on this show, uh, maybe except for the Green New Deal episode, we try and take on the strongest version of our opponent. Mm-hmm. And you know, we did Green New Deal for a different reason. For the uh, fun of it. <laughs> we were bored. It. Specifically because it's a dangerous idea, and yes. it's a dangerous idea with legs. Yes. And, you know... It's if, a dangerous idea that isn't well thought through, that has a lot of support. Right. That's weird. Yeah, and it shouldn't be that way. Right. And, and you know, it's not about... It's not about bashing AOC. Correct. It's not about bashing anyone in particular. What it's really about is is stopping ideas that are clearly genocidal if they're realized. Yes. And and I don't regard those people as my enemy, but I do, in fact, regard those ideas as my ideological enemy. Yeah. And so that's what it's about. But the problem with that is, the problem with being so straight-laced is that there's a lot of just freaking hilarious things that the left does. And we're both really funny. Yeah, that's the problem. We're both so funny, and it feels like we're not being funny here. So we're introducing a no- new segment where... In good jest, we just take the piss out of something dumb that the left did this week, and we're calling it roadkill. Yeah. It's already dead. It's it already doesn't dead. doesn't need us to kill it. We don't even need to touch it. We're going to look at it while we drive by. But it's there, you know, we might as well talk about so, it. So, Hunter, what's our roadkill for today? Today, Christopher, we're going to be talking about that possum. That possum is very dead. Okay, okay that's Hunter, I think kill. you've missed the entire idea of the segment. And Have I? See, the problem is, is that you came up with it. Oh, so it's, crap. It's making it even it more hard for me to stomach. It's even more hard for you to deal with. Okay, so no, today, I can't even remember the names. This is a thing that happened. Uh, a 
a very forward-thinking... A, a, a progressive very slash progressive. regressive pastor. pastor. Female pastor. <laughs> she, uh... I can't... Who did she give this to? I can't remember. It okay, was it some doesn't matter. actress, wasn't it? It's some actress, some person. You can go... This Trust us, you'll be able to find the story without this <laughs> anyway, details. I think it's a, a lesbian act- actress. Um, right. So, <laughs> the pastor... It, you, we'll just start with this. Purity rings, right? Those are the things that you get when you're a good Christian boy or girl, and it's a promise to people in your life that to you... To not have sex for at least one year. For at least... No, I, it's, it's, it's marriage, Chris. It's definitely marriage. Oh my god. Oops. I have to return mine. <laughs> Oops. And so, and so it, it, you're supposed to not do it uh, until marriage. And so that that's, you know, it, it is what it is. It's a You can see the benefits in that kind of practice. You can see what it kind of does. Yeah. But it is a little for, gimmicky. For instance, I wear armbands to help me remember different things that I need to do or different things that I need to get better at. A uh, purity ring is just like a version of that, right? Is that true? Yeah, all of these. I had I just thought you were weird. I just thought that was one of your quirks. Nope, these all mean something. Do they really? Yeah, and okay, if you're th- curious, I won't tell you. Well, they can't even see them, so they don't even know. Yeah. I'll just make up a lie. There's 50 armbands, and each of them says... They're silly uh, bands, guys. They're silly bands. One's a tiger. <laughs> uh, so, so anyway, purity rings, right? We got it, okay? Now, imagine this. A sculpture... For an award, okay? Yes. You're with me now? Yes. Okay. Imagine, imagine female reproductive organs and so, put those two things so together and you've got a statue of a vagina that is made from purity rings that a pastor melt, awarded to an actress. Melted down. Somehow in the Christian faith, you know, somehow we've lost the thread a little bit and now le- liberal progressive pastors actually melt down the thing that says you should be sexually pure for your uh, oppositely oppositely sexed counterpart right. you know if you believe in the bible of course this is not a political point this is a, a, a biblical point Sure. Uh, but you should melt those down and create an atomically accurate <laughs> representation of a vagina to give as an award uh, mm, Uh-oh. that seems like it might have been more of like a Sodom and Gomorrah thing as opposed to like a you know Israel thing. I just, I just don't understand. Like, I mean, there's this horrible, sick part of me that gets it, but it's also like, who would want those? Who would want those put together into a, into anything? Well, Hunter, obviously you've never seen my trophy closet. Oh, okay. It's just, oh God, no. Bad, Chris. Um, okay. Anyhow. That's, so that's that. <laughs> enough said about that, I suppose. I suppose. There's but, some, probably some tasty details. Go read an article. Yeah, go read the article for yourself yeah. uh, with moderate safe search on. Correct. If you're married, ask permission. We're not trying to home wreck. No, and um, it's, and it's, let's be clear, it's not graphic in any stretch of the imagination. I it's, mean, it's graphically horrible. No, they, that. They, they, they didn't do... Yeah, it's not like Michelangelo kissed it and sent it off to the to the lesbian pastor. Okay, so anyway, <laughs> I almost hit the car in front of us. <laughs> I just got slapped and pulled my foot off the brake and almost tapped it. So. All right, well, let's get into the topic today. So, All right, as you politically astute might have reasoned out from our little teaser, we're going to be talking today about the Jesse Smollett controversy. Right, and there's a lot to get into. Uh, so let's give the bare bones facts uh, to start with. Okay. So Jesse Smollett is a actor on the show Empire. Empire. I was yep. going to say Dynasty. I knew that wasn't right. Yeah, it's with Fox on the show Empire, which is it's a uh, predominantly black 
entertainment show. It's like a situational drama. Mm-hmm. And so, anyhow, he's an actor on that. And I believe in his real life, and I believe on the show also, he plays a, a homosexual man. It's definitely real life, but I think in the show as well. I, yeah. I can't confirm. I don't watch the show, but I don't watch any TV stuff. So. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, except for the news. Except for and, the news. And so, also, uh, Jesse Smollett is black, which is important to the story. Which we'll get to it. And so... A, a couple months ago, he mailed himself, as it turns out, a fake racist letter. Right. Did you was, actually see the letter? Like, it, yeah, it looked it, bizarre. Like, he cut it out of, uh, he cut the letters out of magazines and stuff, like also, a serial killer would do. But it was do. also written, like, with almost like a red marker yeah, that was, like, that, that, that was bleeding, the, almost. Like, it was water, like, someone had dripped water over it or That whatever. was the outer address, or the, the address on the yes, outside of the envelope yes, was exactly. in, that, in that script. Yeah. So he wrote himself this letter, and he mailed it to himself, and then he revealed it on his Instagram, and he was trying to stir the pot, basically, and get some attention for being, you know, Pot- attacked by a racist, uh, homophobic letter. And potentially... The, the underlying thought behind that is his part on Empire is going to get canceled. He's going to get written out. He's going to so, get a smaller part. And he was trying to get some coverage. Let's be both factually accurate and morally correct. Sure. Fox has denied that. Yeah. But insiders have claimed that Fox is not telling the truth. Yeah. So we don't know that for sure. That, uh, but Yeah. So if we want to stick to the facts... It appears Jesse sent himself a letter for unknown reasons, but potentially it is because his part on Empire was going to get reduced. Right. And so it didn't get the hype generated that he wanted it to, no. to generate. No. And so here Jesse is thinking, I am the, you know, I'm gay, I'm black, I'm a couple rungs above just gay people or just black people on the intersectional hi- hierarchy. And yet, here I am about to lose my job or simply, you know, not making the cash that I want to make. Mm. I tried to start this controversy. Nothing worked. So now we have to up the ante, right? Right. And so the ante got upped. And so the the details are Jesse was walking home uh, from Subway. He had gone out late at like 2 in the morning in Chicago to Subway and was walking back to his apartment. And for about 60 seconds while he was off of the relevant street cameras in Chicago, he was mugged, his stuff was stolen, his wallet and stuff. He uh, had a noose placed around his neck, uh, which is some extremely provocative imagery. Right. Bleach poured on him. Bleach poured on him. And he said that his attackers were too... Uh, Trump supporters wearing MAGA hats who said things like, this is MAGA country, and called him uh, the N-word and the F-word for a gay person. Right, and specifically referring to, like, Empire F-word. Yeah, and... Right, like, specifically referring to to the the show. show. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, then he... This gets picked up in the news. Well, well, the the rest of the details of the story. Okay, sure. So then he miraculously escaped the beating... Or the right. what? What a bunch of what a bunch of. Do we say he got bleach poured on him too? Yeah, we said he got bleach poured okay, on him. Thanks. What a bunch of presidential hopefuls called the modern day lynching. Yes. Uh, Democratic presidential hopefuls. I believe Kamala Harris. I okay. I know Senator Cory Booker. Cory Booker certain. definitely said it. I think Kamala Harris was supporting the anti-lynching bill. Yes. But I don't know if that was related to this, and I don't know if she actually said anything that, about this being a modern day lynching. But 
Something in the back of my mind is telling me Cory Booker wasn't the only person who said it. I think it was Kamala Harris, but I, I don't It was know. at least Cory Booker. It was at least uh, Cory Booker. There crazy may be eyes Cory. There you go, Trump. I did one for you. There you go. Don't say I never did you nothing. Yeah. Um, so, anyhow, he then miraculously escapes the beating. My favorite detail of the story. Yes. With his sandwich in tow. Which is just like... Like, come bizarre. on, dude. You're an actor. You get paid... Well, I guess he's not a writer. So, That's anyhow... That's true. Um, so I don't understand that. Like, even if like, it would get fallen, it would get open. Like, it just maybe it's, covered it's, in bleach. Right. It, something. So, something has to happen to it, and nothing does. Or, he, it, I'll say this: I didn't watch the camera of him walking into his hotel. Yeah. I don't even know if that's something anyone can do. Like, if that footage is I don't know if it's in the public domain. Yeah. But my point being is, so I don't know, and maybe it's obvious the sandwich has been disturbed. But it's just a strange thing to like keep the sandwich if it has been contaminated yes exactly so anyway it's yeah. a weird point of the and, story and so then he walks back into his apartment building he walks right past the guard the doorman right security officer he goes up to his apartment he waits for 45 minutes then he calls the cops and files a police report uh in the meantime this gets picked up by every media outlet and here i want to be very clear mm. the media is pretending today like they waited on the story right. they are pushing the old trope that conservatives pounce, Republicans pounce, whenever they do a, a terrible job at reporting the news and verifying sources and verifying stories, they are quoting the old trope that Republicans pounce, and that could not be further from the truth. The truth is that you can go back, and a week ago, they were all almost crying over this on the network television, posting the headlines as if it were verifiable fact that this occurred, and and. Uh, giving giving Jussie interview spot after interview spot uh, on Good Morning America, on, yeah, on primetime TV. Right. So that's the truth. So when you watch this in the news and you're and you are uh, hearing that this is a story that no one cared about until Republicans blew it out of the water, you, my friend, are being gaslit. Yeah. And we shouldn't allow that to happen. And the people in the media that are perpetuating this gaslighting, shame on you. Yeah. Do a better job at at uh, reporting and learn to code. Hashtag learn to code. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, well, you gonna take me off Twitter? Go ahead. But like the thing that's just crazy too. Not only not only that, and maybe we'll talk about it in a little bit, but like people are still defending Jussie today, like Don Lennon, for example, right? It's so it's like saying that you know that Don Lemon. Yes, I always do that. I like <laughs> you Lennon. Know, it, it's fitting for a it's, lot of reasons. It's fitting for a lot of reasons. But Don Lemon, to, to get his name accurate for the record. I want to be clear, just because all the increased uh, derision and superstition that the show has been under. No, Lennon and and Don Lemon are not, their actions are not equivocal. equivocal. Co correct. Okay, anyhow. It was it's just, a joke. It's just funny, guys. Um, that one was just funny, for real. Anyhow. Um, but was, you know, basically saying that he didn't think, he, he didn't know if Jesse needed to be blamed. Maybe he got bad legal advice. And I was like, really? Like, if, if well, we'll get to that. But essentially being like, if someone's lying, a lawyer shouldn't be involved in that calculus, right? Like, if someone's a liar and they tell lies and they make a false police report, that's before a lawyer's involved in that situation at all. That's on you. You know, if you... Right. If you have done something completely wrong and haven't waited for all the facts, 
guess what, man? You know. And, and if your lawyer assists you in lying to the police, yeah, then he's worse. conspiracy to the crime. He's not. He's not. Uh, he's no... not shielded from the privilege. Right. Exactly. All right. So anyhow. So. It gets picked on the media. He goes on interview shows. He, he goes on the interviews. And, and to go back now, what we know today, and to watch these interviews, it's so reprehensible and deplorable mm. the thing, kind of things that he was saying. For one, he's throwing an entire 50% of the country, basically, under the bus. Right. You could say people that voted for Trump. Just about 50% of the country. Uh, uh, castigating them once again as racist, bigot, homophobes. He actually folks. said it in, in the interview with uh, Good Morning America that one of the reasons he think this attack happened to him specifically was because he is so outspoken against Trump. Yeah, and he talks about how he's such a radical right. because he's going after Trump. He's like, I don't hold back against forty five. Right. Yeah. Go. Go. Uh, fine. Go enjoy your time in jail. Yeah. Uh, and 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 I'll tell you the thing that I found most personally offensive was when he said, uh, I guess it was on MSNBC, but don't quote me on that. Um, but he said. This guy came up wearing a MAGA hat. He called me the N-word and the F-word, and he punched me in the face, so I punched him back. Has to be a bad boy all the time. Right. And then he says something that I find so gutturally reprehensible and offensive. He says, I just think people should know the truth. Yeah. You, you bald-faced liar. Yeah. To come out and say that you're, you're the one as the progenitor of the truth when you actively curated this situation to try and save your skin, yep. save your part and and save and make you some money. So let's let's just drop the hammer. Turns out, can I say one more thing before you do that? Absolutely, Hunter. So going off that same point like when he was talking about like how he was being victimized and like how it was going and that there was a contingent of people that didn't buy his story before Correct. we got to the point where it was clearly a lie. Because of the details like the sandwich and the, the sandwich and, and the and the noose. And, the oh, noose yeah. is extreme. And by the way, people scream. He, when the cops showed up about an hour after the supposed attack occurred, he still was wearing the noose. Right. He hadn't even removed it. Yes, which is which is like maybe he's in shock, but still it also creates a a, a candid, uh, you know, moment to get that on camera, to get yep. that on film, and it's like maybe he's thinking about that, maybe he's not. But now it seems very suspect that he's wearing the, you know, it, it seems like he's definitely wearing the noose for some kind of. Well, now we know. Now we know. Okay. So, but my point being is like when he's saying he was saying, you know, like people don't want to know the truth, like basically saying like. Oh, I'll go out. I'll. He said, "I'll go out. I'll speak the truth, and people will hear me, and that will be the end of it." And then he said, "But then it was like, people didn't want to know the truth, and it's like the entire thing that you are saying that people didn't want to know and care about was the thing they were correct about was the fact that your story didn't add up from the outset, and it was a lie perpetrated by you, and now." People are getting people were wise to it before all the facts were out. Right. So. Right. Pretty amazing. So anyway, it turns out, and and this is all dropping in the last twenty four hours. Basically, it, the timeline kind of went. Um, okay. Uh, the, I think it. I think it happened a little bit before that, right? Oh, okay. So this one part did. So okay. the one the one part was um, that there was these two suspects, uh, both I, I think they're Nigerian. Two Nigerian brothers, yes. Two Nigerian brothers. One of them who was on the set of Empire in a, a yes, minor role. in a minor role as a yep. prisoner. Yep. Uh, so, turns out that he, he, uh, they were, were suspects based on where they were located at uh, 
the time of the attack and the camera uh, footage yeah, that, caught, the that caught them. Closed were, circuit footage, yeah. A little bit after the event with Jesse, police released an image saying that they were looking for the two individuals in this picture. It literally looks like the two most guys you've ever seen walking down the street of Chicago the late two, at night. The two most what guys? The two most guys. Like, you can't even tell. It's oh, just like it's literally two guys. And okay. it's, it's like, I, like, I looked at the image and was like, how could you even, like, you can't even tell their height in the picture. And, and Jesse, although, took that picture and said, yep, that's definitely them. Correct. And then as the story progressed, when when but here's it something. came out that they were these brothers and one of them was on Empire, one of them knew him, he was, uh, he would go on to the television circuit and he was just appalled that anyone would consider the fact that his story might not be true. Yeah. Just, it's so deeply hurt and deeply pained. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so turns out, two brothers these two brothers are suspects, then it comes out, that they raid their apartments, they find all kinds of stuff, including receipts, I say receipts, some kind of information linking them to the purchase of the rope and the bleach at a local hardware store. They find the bleach in their apartment. They find uh, they find some they uh, find communications between them and Jussie. They find the rope, they find an Empire script, and they find red hats. Yeah, they uh, red hats. Because you can't buy, it's it's MAGA country, you can't buy a uh, Make America Great Again hat in, in Chicago. Chicago. It's not a Because thing. it's not MAGA country. No. I like how Ben Shapiro put it best. They went 197% for, uh, for Hillary. Right, exactly. Right? Like, no one there voted for him. Mm. And so, anyhow, uh, so they bought red hats. They found all of this stuff. Also, they asked... They asked Jesse to receive, release his call logs. He made a spreadsheet removing the calls to these two gentlemen and provided that to the police. And then when they got the actual call logs from the phone provider, they cross-referenced them and were like, well, this, these two lists aren't the same. Let's see what he removed. And they found these That's calls to these found. guys. Yeah. So then in the past 24 hours... Those individuals were arrested. They were arrested. They started cooperating with the police. Then Jussie was a suspect, and then Jussie was was charged with a felony. Jussie yep. was charged with a felony Creating disorderly a contact for filing an incorrect police report. Yeah, basically, basically, now that it's all seen, and, I mean, the, the police are even saying that Jussie actually paid for the supplies himself. Yeah, and so... So not only did he hire these people, he also paid for all the materials, and it's somehow provable they have the evidence for that and, and the the dollar amounts coming out to three point five thousand dollars yes three and a half grand he paid to have these guys stage an attack on him mm. and that's quite an investment and that's part of what we're that's part of why we bring the story up um the the other portion is that through going into all this they also learned this is when we learned that the letter that he initially received was fake right it, because that was a, that's a separate investigation going on it, before that because federal uh, if you're if you send a letter like that that's a that's that's on the federal side right because it goes cross state lines through the post exactly ostensibly. so that so and so the investigation there has been a little bit slower but we're we're and I, I'm not entirely sure but details are forthcoming that that it definitely seems like Jesse provided that letter himself so yep yep so anyhow we now he's looking to serve up to three years in jail mm-hmm. uh, probably won't be continuing on with Empire right but the question. Ooh, that was interesting. The question cool. that remains is why. Why, why would, you do, would you do that? Right. And we're going to talk about that. But before we talk about it, we're going to bring something up from the past. And I want to be very clear. Yeah. These two situations are not the same situations. I am not saying that these are perfectly analogous. No. There's but, a lot of good differences between these. But And the, sympathetic differences. Uh, let me put it this way, too. 
There may or may not be differences between these. Yeah. But one of the mistakes that the mass media made that we will refuse to make on this show is taking a hot take that is not verified simply because it aligns with our narrative. Exactly. We're going to refuse to do that. We're going to wait for the evidence. Yeah. And if we do try, if we do start doing that, uh, keep us in check. I will actually, that's not our goal. I will actually say this. I had one of my friends come to me and say, have you heard about this story? And played it off to me as like fact about this uh, Jesse Smollett. And I, this is about three weeks ago when this was all developing, right? And I, for a second there, I was like, you know what? I don't think that's true. And I bet you it's not what she's saying. And I was like, you know what? No, I'm not even going to say that. I am going to put my biases to the side and I'm going to wait for all the facts to come out. And as I waited, it kind of seemed to me that Actually, it seemed like this was a pretty realistic thing because I wasn't seeing a lot of counter evidence to the point. Well, there is evidence now, just to that point, that the uh, Chicago PD was specifically withholding information. Yeah, now we know that. But what I'm saying is, at a week ago, we didn't know that. That's correct. And that, and I was just kind of like, well, maybe this is true. You know, he's doing these interviews. He's being he's being forthcoming. He's talking to all these people. This gives me signs that maybe he's telling the truth. You know, like, if he's willing to put his name out there and, his, and you know, like, literally say this in front of God and everybody, right? Right. Now maybe it's going to be okay. Maybe this is true. And then I was like, I'm glad I waited. I'm glad I didn't, like, put my finger down on anything. I waited for all the evidence to come out and be revealed. Because now I think I have a really effective way to go back and talk to this person to see, like, hey, you and I both need to wait for evidence. Because that's the best thing we can do in these situations. Sure, And sure. we jump to conclusions, we hurt the fabric that holds us together as a country. Right. And just as, just as like, person to person, too. Like, if I got in my camp and this person got in their camp and we butted heads over it, maybe our friendship could have been at the cost of that. And, and this is and this is why. Is, and I, I was actually talking with, uh, with my parents about this last night, our parents about this last night. Who? Uh, uh... I won't. Who? I won't say their names. I know. I didn't want you to. Um, but anyhow, I was talking to them about this last night, uh, and we were talking about uh, a little bit about the show, about how it's been growing, and that kind of thing. And one of the things that that we said on that call that I thought was really salient and cogent. Uh, that's because I said it. No, I'm just kidding. Yes. But but love is key. Like if you believe, mm. if you have a worldview like like I have, love is key, and. We have to do things in love. And now, I will say, love doesn't always look like butterflies and rainbows and hugs and kisses. Yes. Love sometimes looks like a slap on the wrist. And sometimes it looks worse than that. Sometimes love is a serious wake-up call where you get knocked flat on your butt. Right. And that's that's important. We've lost, in my opinion, the ability to, uh, to recognize that as love. Like, all these freaking ridiculous... Uh, you know, Instagram posts about, I'm looking for someone to love me for the way I am. Screw you. You're not that good. And you shouldn't want someone who's happy with the waste of space that you are right now. Yeah. Fall in love with your potential. Mm. But at any rate, that's actually what faith is in a lot of ways. Yeah. Faith faith is, faith is hoping in a potential better than what exists today. Right. But you can't have love without the truth. Yeah. Because it's the same thing. The love is based on the exhibiting love is based on correctly understanding your position in the universe and your position in relation to other people. Yeah, that's what love. That's where you can start to be a loving person. Yeah, and, and so I feel it's like... super important for that. So I'm saying this because it's important to talk to your friend about that because because be- I love her. Right. Because be- I love them. Because, because I love him. <laughs> the truth. The truth matters. Exactly. You, and the truth of the situation matters. If you're going to make a difference to the people around you, the truth matters. 
stories. That's why we started this show. I'm that's what we'll continue to pursue. Yeah. Is the truth. I'm so happy you said that because that's exactly the thing I wanted to say after you got talking was like, the, now I feel like it's this awesome but difficult opportunity for me to go back and re-talk through this because right. what I have to say is like, listen, you jumped ahead before this all happened while being caring through that. And right. I and I think that is going to do two things. One, it's going to make us trust each other better because I'm not going to berate her and I didn't berate her back. And it's going to be the fact too that um uh that now we have this new scenario to like trust each other and like you know, come to a better understanding of what truth is and how truth is acting in our culture. So yeah, right. With all and, that, and, and just uh, to put one final pin in it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, before it's dead. The this is why we're gonna have, uh, and I, we apologize. We know oh, we were yeah. talking about having James on this week. Uh, he ended up he had a personal conflict yep. at the last minute. I totally understand. Um, uh, but we're gonna have him on next Wednesday. Correct. But the difference between the conversation that you can have with someone like James, who is also a, a, a proponent for and adherent to the truth, and someone who is completely possessed by a murderous ideology, and is is simply a mouthpiece for a collection of ideas that they don't even perfectly understand, which is how, exactly how I would classify people who are supportive of the Green New Deal. Um, the, the difference between those two points of view is the truth. And the thing is, you see it in the media, the mass media, you look at it and none of the actions in it are characterized by love, none of the actions in it are characterized by compassion, none of the actions taking place in it are even characterized by a modicum of empathy. And the reason that they can't be is because they definitionally are restricted from exhibiting those characteristics because they simply refuse to pursue the truth. Mm. And if you if you adhere to the truth and you pursue it viciously with intent, then that enables you to act in the way that we want society to go, with love and with care, etc. And that's why personally I am mo I am most offended by Jesse claiming on television after he lied that he just thought people needed to tell the truth yeah. because you're you're pretending you're you're putting on the mantle of compassion and even Satan shows himself as an angel of light but you're putting on the mantle of compassion to purposefully cause division and strife yeah. in our country and I'm sick of it I want to say one thing I think yeah. it's not because the people in the media pursue don't pursue truth I rather think it's because they pursue an ideology and they're saying like I am going to find the right answer in every situation but that right answer is one I've already presupposed right well well that that also precludes exactly. you searching for the truth no no but, you're hundred percent right but, but no. it's like it's like focusing on fill you know making my ideology fill everything rather right. than what is true here Right. What is true here? What is true here? And like, when you have that, that you see what I'm saying. It's mm -hmm. the same thing you're saying, but I think it's like they don't even realize they're not looking for the truth right. because they're they because think they already have it. Like it's a, like it's an oracle told them. If they're possessed. Exactly. They're possessed. Exactly. By their ideology. Right. It has that. It has that demonic quality. And I mean, let's, and, and let's be clear. That happens to everybody. That's sure. right, left, from, purple, from, green. From it's time everybody. to time, it's the tendency of human nature, right, yes. to say that I am the cool, calm, collected center of the universe and I have the answers within and I am intelligent enough to cipher out 
the truth of the universe from within my own logos and you take a look around the world and very, very, very quickly you get knocked flat on your face and you realize that that is not the position you should take. However, it is in our nature to want that to want to be the arbiter of that truth. It's right. in our nature to want to take a bite of the apple and say, I will have the understanding of God. It's in our nature to say in our hearts, I will be like God. All right. You know, and so anyhow. Pull in the parking brake. That That is, it's totally in our nature. Yeah. But the, the difference between what you're going to see next week on the show and what you see in the media, the difference is truth. Yep. And that's the only difference. Yep, exactly. And, and because it enables us to act with compassion. It enables you to suspect the best about the person that you disagree with. Yes. And so, anyhow, enough said about that. Let's get into our other <laughs> Let's get into example. the thing we we're actually going to talk about. So, well, yeah. Uh, so, let's, let's set this up again. But, uh, I, Damn fine tangent, if I say so myself. It was a beautiful tangent. I really enjoyed it. It was like a. It was like we had the rant at the end of the show in the middle, which is great. We'll we'll, we'll have two. It'll be a double ranter. It'll be a double ranter. Um, so but, new segment, two rants. Two and rants. you guys aren't even paying for this stuff. It's free. Freeloaders. I should be. I should be. I should be charging you to listen to Christopher's rants. <laughs> so I should if you be work with me, you get them for free. That's true. That is true. I've been there for that. So so let's let's kind of. I think we did. We talked a lot and we talked around it, but like going back, one of the things that when Chris and I were like just talking about, like, hey, this might be a good topic to the show, referring to Jesse's story because it hits on a lot of the things we want to talk about. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that kind of just kind of made sense to us is like, oh, there's some interesting, and I mean interesting, not in like. A negative term, but there are some not interesting conspiratorially while you're stroking your beard. Yes, there are some. They're just some good for thought, good for thinking. Why are they different? Why are they similar uh, between what happened with Jesse and Christine Blasey Four and Doc Doctor Doctor Christine Blasey? <laughs> thank you, Doctor Christine Blasey Ford and the new and the Supreme Court nominee at the time, uh, Brett Kavanaugh. Okay, and so let me I've been thinking about this all day because yep. I don't want to be mischaracterized. Yeah, we have to be let really me, slow and careful here. I let think. me t- uh, elucidate the ways at least that I've come up with so far. Hear that, at least that I've come up with so far that these two stories are different. Mm. One, in Jussie's account, we have a provable negative. Yes, like, like we obviously we know that he lied. Happen. Right, so we obviously know that he lied. Uh, in Dr. Christine Blasey Ford's, let's just call her Dr. Ford from now on. Yep. Because uh, we have things to do today. Uh, <laughs> in her story, we actually don't know whether or not she lied. And that that, that, that should be obvious because, it, and it's not, it, you could also phrase the question, we don't know if she's telling the truth. And it's like, the reason for that is we obviously have clear evidence. It happened a few weeks ago with Jesse. Like, we can we can map everything. But with... Uh, Dr. Ford, unfortunately, the incident happened 30 years ago, and most of what we're basing on the evidence for that case is her, her memory. And, 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 and even her memory in this case isn't validated by the other people that she said were at the event. Right. So there's just a, a heck of a lot of problems with it. Right. I mean, if you're dealing with anything that long ago, obviously it's fuzzy at best, you know? Sure. Uh, but that that doesn't mean that the burden of proof suddenly shifts. Correct. Because it's fuzzy. You know, we have to keep that straight. Yep. All right, so uh, that's one key difference, is that one of them is definitely lying. The other one, it uh, it kind of, it's an unknown. 
It's an unknown. It, uh, it absolutely is. And I, I think I believe that something happened to Dr. Ford that traumatized her. If I was a betting man, I'd agree with you. And But I don't. But the problem is, basing on the evidence we have, it, it's difficult to know what, what happened. And if it, and especially, was Kavanaugh involved in any way? Right. And, and it seems pretty dubious to consider, to assume that he was given the evidence. Right. Okay, so that's one, that's another key difference. Uh, one difference, and this one kind of cuts in the other direction, is we know that Smollett's lying, but his lie was to impugn effectively, his lie was to impugn effectively an entire class of people, like we mentioned at the top of the show. You mean he was trying to take advantage of previous victimhood? Or previous crimes done uh, to a certain group of people? Well, I would say he's taking advantage of, of uh, black people or gay people that have actually been the victims of hate crimes. Mm. And he's redistributing that. But the people that he's trying to impugn, which uh, is to say impugn the character of, are Trump supporters. Mm. Right? He's trying to I see. He's trying to castigate. He's trying to add another brick in the wall of this supposedly widespread panic that there's a bunch of Trump supporters out there that are uh, actively harassing and trying to hurt people that are different than them right uh, are there some assuredly are there a lot doubtful right so the diff- the one difference is he is he's making an accusing story accusatory statement against an entire class of of individuals Christine was trying to impugn the character of basically one man right uh, very clearly that was her goal right and uh, and listen, from that, her perspective, good reason. That that might be a good reason. There's good times to impugn someone's character. I'm yes. not putting that as a negative. However, if she was lying, if she was lying, that's the real modern day lynching. Uh, to be clear, what I mean by that understand. is that if she was simply trying to use identity politics and the zeitgeist of the Me Too movement to assassinate an innocent man that she knew was innocent, that is that's the 21st century. Uh, lynch mob that's the 21st century um of uh, killing honor killing like it, it's not I acceptable the, i think the best comparison christopher is probably witch hunting right because all we have to do is say you're you're a witch you you did something and then everyone has to buy into that and sure. there's no way to say you're not but the tactics that were used were commiserate with attacking someone because of their yes their race and their gender and and you go back to a bunch of the pundits i know this isn't fresh on people's minds but you go back to a bunch of the pundits that were speaking about this issue at the time Mm. and a lot of what they had to say was we don't know if he's innocent or if he's guilty but he's a white male right you know and that's such a sick disturbed way to look at the world it doesn't matter what color his skin is Mm. the truth is still the truth and it doesn't matter what configuration his genitalia is in either he used it appropriately or he didn't right and so that's that's a very similar the you know witch hunting was was all these personal grievances and, and weird things whereas this on the other hand is you're sure. this class and because you're this class prepare i hear what you're saying yeah so, that's a good distinction so anyway i think those are the most important listen christine like we both already said you're not on a first based, name basis with dr ford i have demand that you, you refer to her as doctor Chris and I, okay. uh, <laughs> Dr. Ford, 
she she had all the trimmings of someone that was deeply disturbed and deeply hurt by something in her past. I don't mean disturbed as in crazy. Right. She was in, she was in control of her faculties. I mean, and there's a very good chance based on the way things rolled out, and we don't really need to get into all of it, that she was taken advantage of mm, by. No, it's not. It feels like she definitely was, and by, by by the Democratic Party. Yes, because it was. If we can get. Because she requested specifically not to be brought into the limelight and remain anonymous, and the fact that a couple of instances happened that it definitely felt like she was being set up to be brought into the limelight sure. by people she told things to in confidence. Uh, yeah, and, and I'm that's enough. There. I don't want to paint this in a prettier glow than it deserves to be painted in. She did. She did fib a bit. She did make some arguments that tried to prove too much, uh, like the not flying thing. She's like, oh, I can't fly, I can't fly, I can't fly, to get it clo- us closer and closer to the the drop-dead date for Kavanaugh. And then all of a sudden she was fine to fly to Washington, D.C. Was she in was she in coordination with the Democratic Party during that? Well, yes, definitely, at least to a certain extent. But we don't know to what extent, right? right. And so, uh, so I'm I'm compassionate for her, but also... Let's remember, there were some inconsistencies even in, in her present-day story as well. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the, the point is that we don't know. But, exactly. by, all, by all outward appearances, she appeared to be someone that did go through a pretty serious trauma. And for that, we have a ton of compassion. Yes. We have a ton of compassion. But, our compassion for one injustice doesn't... have to cut this one a lot. Our compassion for one injustice doesn't preclude our compassion for another, right? And yes. that was the injustice done to Justice Brett Kavanaugh. Uh, if he's guilty, I hang I, him I, from the highest tree. I, castrate him or kill him. Right. Uh, exactly. If he's guilty. If he's not guilty, then we've all made a grave error. Yeah. And so uh, there's really no two ways about that. Yeah. And so so anyway, I always thought that I always thought that maybe Kavanaugh should have just. It's twofold. One, should he be there or should he not, you know, sort of thing. On the court? On the court, right. And I always I always felt like I think maybe the best thing for him to do would have been to just, if he got elected, if that happened, if everybody heard all the evidence and said put him on there, he could have done something like for the health of the nation and for us to come together, I am going to take this opportunity to step down just so that we know the right person's here and there is no question about it. And that would have to be a personal decision he would have to make, yeah. not one that he is forced into. You know I, I disagree with you on that. I know you do. I know you absolutely do. But that's going to take us down a different tangent. And yeah. let's just let's. I think there's some merit to that, regardless if you disagree with it. I'll just give it five words. Okay. Never bow to the mob. I, I No, I agree with you. And I... I th- I think there's some dignity, though, in, in trying to uphold the office, if that sort of makes sense. I, yeah, and you know what? JBP was promoting this point, too, and I, he says very few things I disagree with, and I agree with the ethos behind it, Yep. but even even he said he hadn't worked it all out yet. I, I said the same thing. And I definitely am not saying this is the best idea, but I am saying that I, I think it might have been. It could have been. So Okay, so anyway, but the reason we bring it up specifically is because one of the... One of and here we're going to get to the rant. So everyone, rant, rant, stra- rant, strap in. rant, buckle up. It was right there. Everyone was saying, "Why would she lie about this?" Mm. You know, and I find that line of thinking to be so disturbed. Why would she lie about this? Well, back then I was arguing. Well, she's on the cover of of Time or People. Was it People or Time? Uh, I think it was. She was time. on the cover of a very big magazine. She was on the cover of I think it was Time. Okay. Time magazine. She 
got her name plastered everywhere. She became famous overnight. She, uh, she effectively has a, a billion book deals. Right. Uh, anyone, anytime she wants to take them. She was on every television program. And you ask yourself the question, and she, and look, maybe she didn't want it. That's not the point of what we're getting at. Yes, that's not that's not it. The but there point, is some benefits that that come from that. He, which, if you were a dark enough person, you could definitely see yourself going. If for you're it. Jesse Smollett, right. you can go for it. Exactly. And this is the duplicitousness of the media when they try and and use this argument. Well, why would she ever lie about this? Jesse Smollett paid three point five thousand dollars to. to generate racism towards himself yep. that wasn't there. And the police chief, uh, not the police chief, the commissioner of the Chicago PD said it best himself. He did this and he, he used the symbol of the noose, which is a horrific symbol as far as I'm concerned, and also uh, castigated an entire community of people and he did it to improve his own career. He did it for money and he did it for greed, and he invested. This isn't just a decision he made to make his career better. He was willing to double down and put the money in the market for it. Right. $3,500. investment. Yeah, make an investment in yep. his career. And what was he, the investment? He was expecting an ROI on it. Like, yeah. Like, like, it's literally, it's like he wanted to spend $3,500 today so that he could be on Empire for longer Ab- or, or have some other deal, whatever, come out from this. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. And so here's the point, and this is the only reason we bring up Christine Blasey Ford and to, to combat the duplicitous nature of CNN and MSNBC when they spout anti, anti-ideological, um, it's not the word I'm looking for, anti-logical nonsense. Like, why would she lie? Mm. Guess what? We live in a country now where it's incentivized to be victimized. Yes. And this is the, this is the lesson that Jussie shows us. Yeah. That it pays to be the victim so people running around and and, and this if you can get away with it to be clear it pays it it, right well hold on if you're actually the victim the truth is it pays regardless right actually and actually that's a wonderful thing about america and i know that sounds strange give me just a second like go with me for just a second so i'll explain Mm. in america if you are victimized it is so appalling and shocking to us that we put you on every newspaper, we put you on every TV show, we put you on on every magazine yes. because it's so it's so appalling to us that we want to get the story out. Mm. By the way, that was left and right. And you go back and look what the pundits uh, were saying on Twitter and on uh, right wing news was this: if this is true, this is horrifying. Yeah. Everyone would have been horrified that was by that. Everybody's take. Mm. Every uh, nearly everybody on the right, their take was wait for the evidence. But if this is true, it's horrifying. Yes, and, and so uh, that's good news. It does pay to be the victim in America because we've set up a system that is equitable, that does not want any victims. We have designed it that way. And it wasn't always that way, but we've gotten better. And we've gotten to a place where it's really hard to put... This is the right way to say what you're saying. We designed a system that was better than ourselves when we created it. Absolutely. Yeah, the system was was better than the people who were going to enact it, and we didn't realize how much the system was going to change us. And the reason the system was good was because the resolution was the individual, and the the basis was on truth. Yep. And and, uh, we can go through a defending of the Constitution on a different day. That's a different thing. that's why it works. And so... Thank God that this got the media attention that it did. Because if this story had been true, it deserved to be everywhere. And the people who perpetrated it 
there's a there's a hot circle in hell for people who would actually do something like this. Yeah. But so so I think that it's a good thing that it pays to be a victim because if you're victimized, we want to create an equitable society. Mm. Here's the problem. There is such a lack of supply of victimization in the market that now we're artificially spending to increase it. We are paying money to create fake victims because there's not enough victimization to go around. Yeah. And that no story could be more clear than this. When people say America's a racist, homophobic, bigoted, Islamophobic, hateful nation, they're wrong. And now we've got dollars and cents to prove it. Because we needed more victimization so bad we were willing to spend $3,500 on it. And you can say this is a one-off. You can say this is just Jesse Smollett. And in this instance, yeah, we're just talking about him. But think about it. You are a gay black man playing a gay black man on TV and you can't find someone to hate you? Right, exactly. Like, you had to pay people to hate you. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, wow, you... And, like, and here's something that's also true. Hate crimes are on the rise. Like, that's that's a true that's fact. That's true. And that's a true fact that you need to take take with you. Especially anti-Semitic attacks, a- anti- to be clear. Anti-Semitic, yes, absolutely. Which, it's interesting how they fall outside of the left's Overton window that contains the appropriate groups to victimize. Yes, yes, but, but the point is, Hate crimes are on the rise, and Jesse can't get anyone to hate him. Like, like that's 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 interesting. That's that's really crazy to think about. Like, and I, I actually want to do a little bit more research into actual those actual statistics and stuff because not not because I want to disprove them, but because I want to know are they rising in such a way? Are they rising because more are being reported? And are they? Sure. And and then that goes back to your other question: Is the percentage of reported hate crimes commiserate? Like it, like it, if we report a hate crime and it is a hate crime, is that number going up or down? Right. And because exactly for this reason is because of Jussie's story. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Is because like if if the answer is more are being reported and more crimes are and more people are getting convicted, but the, there's a so there's a, 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 a huge increase in those being re, in the, the amount of hate crimes being reported based on those that are actually convicted, right? If that difference is growing wider, mm-hmm. then then it makes even more sense why Jesse would have done what he did. But yeah. I, I that's one reason I want to dig into those numbers just for my own personal, just to see if that plays out. And perhaps it doesn't. Perhaps I'll find that hate crimes are on the rise and like we need to really reconsider how we're handling America. But I think there's other that doesn't show causation at all well, that just shows that there's something up and we I, need to investigate that you know me i love looking at the numbers yeah that sounds like you why don't we just leave it at this yeah people on the right people that love america people that love the things that it was based on people that love uh their country and and are proud and blessed and privileged to live here like we all are mm. who have to listen incessantly incessantly to the democratic elite and the mainstream media tells you tell you that you are a cog in the hate machine go to sleep a little bit a little bit calmer a little bit more comfortable tonight because guess what hate of this caliber still makes the front page everywhere yeah even when it's faked and we we needed it so badly that we had to pay to get it because it didn't exist on its own man and here's the other and here's the last thing the jussie said it best he was on he was on MSNBC on an interview and he said if this attack had been perpetrated by a black man no one would have heard about it and you know what it's the first thing he said that was true it's the first thing he said that was true 
Because the truth is that if it's outside of the narrative that America is a horrible place to live and we have to readjust everything to make it equitable immediately and relinquish a maximum amount of power to the government to fix our hateful, irredeemable selves, if it doesn't fit that narrative, they don't run it. So know that the America you're being sold isn't the America that exists. Right. Anyhow, let's leave it there. Man, that is a spicy number 15. That's a spicy number 15. Hey, you know what, Carl Pulling family? You're welcome. You're welcome. Welcome for a good 1-5. I can almost hear it coming through the airways. How could we possibly repay them? Well, let me tell you. First of all, you can follow us on social media. Correct. I'm at Chris X Carl. Oh, beat you to it. No. I'm at Chris X Carl on, uh, on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Emotional Carl on the same. And you can follow the show at Carl Pooling on Twitter and Instagram. And we have a Facebook page. At, at, at Carl Pooling Podcast mm-hmm. on Facebook. The Facebook page is actually growing than any of our other pages. Uh, it's kind of amazing. Thank yeah. you, guys. I'll we tell you this. That. We got a really negative review on uh, our Facebook. Facebook page. And so currently we're sitting. We got a positive one as well. We're currently sitting at three stars. Hey, if you got a minute, go and help us bump that up. Bump if that only up. 100 of you do it, we'll be back to a five star. That, <laughs> you do like the numbers. Yeah. Continue to rate on iTunes or wherever else you're listening to the podcast. If please, it has please, a rating please. system, so helpful for us. if you want to, we have a website. It's www.carlpulling.com. Yep. You can send us emails there, or you can reach out to us by our email address, which is carlpulling at gmail.com. That's right. Hey, guys, the biggest thing for the show right now is, one, rating us on iTunes, two, rating us on Facebook, and three, sharing our page, sharing mm-hmm. our link, sharing any of our posts. All of that is massive for us right now really appreciate everyone who's doing that we're not going to bore you with the statistics all the time we are growing hand over fist just know that the the beast is on the prowl and the movement is rising so thank you so much for being a part of it and let's keep building this thing together thank you guys so much this has been carpooling get out of the back seat guys we're home